Hey, it's John from Level the Playing Field. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. We're on TikTok at LPF Podcast, Instagram at LPF Podcast, and Twitter at LPF Podcast 86. And while you're at it, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you're listening to our podcast. So this is Level the Playing Field. I'm Dave, and instead of uh, John, I'm here with Brent from the 1420 Podcast. Thanks for coming by today. Not a problem. I got not much else going on at the moment, so a uh, nice little chat about some baseball. Be uh, welcome. Other than the voice in my head talking to somebody else for once during the day. No big-time contracts to sign today? None at all. No, we're good. Uh, so this is just going to be a little deviation of a regular episode Um I'm not around this week to record with John, so hopefully uh, we're going to have a fill-in guy uh, record with him. But I had a I had a bunch of thoughts about this uh, this incident with Kevin Gosman and uh, and Jeff Nelson from the weekend, and I didn't feel like waiting two weeks to talk about it when nobody would even remember it happened. So uh, Brent here, as if you've listened. To our past episodes before, or if you listen to 1420, he is actually an uh, umpire for semi-professional league, right? Semi-pro? Or... Some are called semi-pro, yeah. Semi-pro uh, baseball. Um, yeah. The WCBL or WBC, WCBL? WCBL, yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, so I thought he would have a pretty interesting perspective on it. Um, so for those who don't know, Kevin Gosman was pitching on, uh, I don't know, one day this Monday weekend. Night. Monday night. And, Labor Day, yeah, double the 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 front end of a double header, I believe it was right. Yeah. And so it's about the fourth inning, and he it was the first time he had to pitch with a runner on base, and the first pitch of that at bat, he was called for a balk, and so that's where basically what the whole it's the whole lead up to it. He was called for a balk, and so the question is, and I think Brent and I agree from the brief conversation we've had is whether or not it was actually a balk. So, yeah, it, 100% it was a balk. My problem with uh, with Jeff Nelson on that, the way he the way he called that, like you said, Dave, he called it on the very first pitch uh, that there was a runner on base. Usually, and I mean, you're not like as, a, as an umpire, you're not out there to be a cop. You're out there to officiate the game. He could have handled that differently um, with the way – when when Nelson called that, that told me that that call was going to happen no matter what the situation was. He was going to he he had it in the pregame meeting or at the home plate meeting or something before the game even started. It could have been the the Balt or the the Baltimore manager. Uh, his name passed me for the sec for a second here at oh, the home plate meeting. Say hey, you're yeah. you're you're. You're going to watch for this guy. You guys know he box. We've heard you um, warn him before. We're in the we're in the, we're in a, a wild card situation where we we need runners to move move on the base. That call was premeditated, and as an official, I thought it was a bullshit move by Nelson to make that call in that situation. Uh, um, I'm also against warning professional athletes of their indiscretions, and uh, because they do know better. 
and they're, they're so they shouldn't be making that uh, that move. But like I said, uh, the way it was handled by the official by by uh, Jeff Nelson, who's a horseshit umpire, in my opinion, uh, it was pretty it was pretty bush league in my from my my uh, point of view. Yeah, as much as I'd love to sit here and defend my guy as a Jays fan, like kind of I feel like everybody's wrong here because in Gosman's post game interview, he even mentioned that like. Tons of times in the past, he's been warned about this. So just very, very quickly, for those who are listening who may not be like super into baseball, a balk is when you intentionally attempt to deceive a base runner. Um, and so when you come to your set right before you start to pitch, you have to actually stop your motion completely, and then you can start a new motion towards home plate, and it has to either be p- towards home plate or towards first base. You can't be intentionally deceiving the runner. So Gosman does this thing where when he comes set, his front foot bounces, right? And he'll bounce five or six times, and then he'll go to home plate. So really he should be, if he wants to bounce his foot, whatever, but that's still a continuous motion. He has to stop, pause, make sure everyone can see that he pauses, and then go home where he, he has a very quick transition between this bouncing and when he goes home. And yeah, so it's, it's a balk and it's been, he's been warned of it several times by his own admission. Yeah. His post, his post game interview, I watched it this morning again, just to be, when we said we were going to do this, I, uh, I watched his post game interview and okay, you're a professional athlete, make an adjustment, man. You've been told to not do this anymore. Quit doing it. I, uh, it drives me nuts. Like you, like you coach, uh, kids baseball. I, I umpire all levels of baseball. It drives me nuts why a, a pitcher can't just put the, put his hands together, st- stop his feet and then, and then go. They have all these different moves and these cadences and these different ways they do things. And it, it causes problems mainly for the umpire because every time that you're, that something happens and something's out of the ordinary, the other, the, the, the team on the offense is, is bitching about it. And right. it, so, like I said, it causes a, a big headache for the officials on the field. If a guy would just put his hands together with his feet, like he did when you were 12 years old, and just do it that way with all these different things, the way Strowman has his different quick pitches and everything else, it's it, uh, it makes the umpires happy on their toes. But I, I don't, like you, you were saying, Dave, I don't understand why Gossman doesn't change his way of doing things and have a pitching coach say, hey, because if this, if this happens in the playoffs, you know, Lord willing, the Jays get there, which I think that they they should be okay for a wild card spot. Um, what happens if an umpire doesn't call that exact same thing in a wild card game with two out in the, in the ninth? I mean, Gossman wouldn't be in, in there in the ninth, but you, you know what I'm getting at. Well, he could be. He could be pitching a gem. Could be nothing, nothing. Could be one, nothing. Guys don't go nine, man. Guys don't go nine. No, I know not normally, saying, but it's, it could yeah. happen. Yeah. It could be a situation where. It's like game seven, and like he pitched in game four, and he's coming. Yeah, really- and just emptying out the tank, who emptying out the whoever's whoever's got a, a pitch left in him. Absolutely right, but that's not really the important part here. No. Um, all he really has to do it doesn't even take any adjustment. He just has to stop, like just bounce, 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 do whatever you want to do, stop, and then go. Where Nelson is like way out of line is that like a he didn't change his motion the entire game and didn't call a single other balk. And he, so as much as Gosman's been warned in the past, he has two balks this year and four in his entire career. Yeah. So 
whatever he's doing, nobody else has really thought that much of it to make a big deal of it. And like, so as much as we both agree, he should probably make this slight adjustment. Like if no one else is calling it and you're calling it the first pitch of the first batter, he pitches out of the stretch. Then like, like you said, it's obviously premeditated. And like it, Nelson's issues with the Jays go back to like 2015 in the it's playoffs. Bad. He had that game earlier this this season where he was he was like 82 percent strikes. I heard strikes 68 was, or even worse. Like I didn't want to get, get I didn't want to be uh you know this gets out to the masses and people go yeah you were fucking way okay I'm sorry I got it wrong but whatever it uh, he has had a rough year and that was that was basically a look at me look at me I'm the umpire thing I'm I, he maybe he got reprimanded by his uh, superiors or maybe he does have a hard on for the Jays it, um, it it's it 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 was bad form and for if and I saw a split screen this morning about different ways Gosman was pitching throughout the game it was the exact same motion so if it was a balk on the first pitch call it on the fifth pitch call it on the t- keep calling it exactly. if, if Gosman doesn't want to want to make that adjustment then keep calling it so that tells me that it wasn't really a balk I personally would not have called that I would have made something up for the third base coach to tell him yeah you stop fuck off get shut up you know um we're not doing but this I don't remember time. seeing the Orioles really up in arms no and they would know better than anybody. They had him in their organization for seven years, right? That's, so they that, know that's his another motion. valid point. They, they they would know. Okay, this guy hasn't adjusted. This this is what he's been doing ever since he he came up into the big leagues, put pitch in the minor leagues. This is what he does. They probably taught him that when it comes down to it, right? In, in, or in they the just system. didn't teach it out of him or whatever. Right? They yeah, definitely whoever. know it's there. Yeah. So it's I I would never have made that call, especially on the very first pitch, because like as an uh, as an umpire, you're, you're supposed to pay attention to all stuff. But there's sometimes you kind of just forget that the, the balk is a thing. I mean, it's shitty to say, but you're you got so much other crap going on. And when it's the first, like you're kind of looking at the hands more more, more so than than the feet. And yeah. and if the the hands and the shoulders aren't 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 causing a problem, there's a good chance that guy wasn't running anyways. There's all kinds of things that go into a, a balk being called, and I would never in in a million years call, call that one a balk. No, never. Yeah, it, it would for me. I part and I was never like umpiring at your level, but I umpired a bit when I was a kid, and I was a pitcher as well. So like, balking was a like something I thought about a lot, and. For me, it would have to be something that was much more intentionally trying to deceive the runner before I was calling anything. Like, more similar. So, like, I'm a lefty. When I was pitching and we had leadoff. Nightmare, yeah. Whenever there was a runner on first, I moved into a slide step. And my intention was never to tip the first base, the runner on first base, whether I was going to him or going home. Every pitch, the motion looked exactly the same. The only difference was. And this is I only and I only got called once, maybe twice, is I would stop my step at exactly forty five degrees between first and home. Smart move. And and before when I threw to first, right? And I was always right on the line between a box and not a box. Some teams complained. Usually the umpire had my back a couple times I got called. Like that's much more of like something I would pay attention to than whatever the hell this stupid bounce step that he does like it really like that's not deceiving the runner that's just i don't think so when either. He does it's, the same thing every some t- single time. and that's that's the thing that i noticed about about gossman a lot of major league pitchers is if if you're consistent with your with your your move and your set or whatever you want to call it with how you deliver the ball towards home plate um if you're consistent umpires aren't going to call it and the other team isn't going to say a word they're not 
they're they're going to get okay, good enough. This is what this is what he does. You're not you're not deceiving us. Stolen baser is such a, a, a premium, anyways. Uh, if you're begging for a Bach, you're probably not going to win that game, anyways. So just quit, just go out and play the game, and don't worry about a Bach because that, if that if that's the make or break of your season, yes, it could come down to that in in, in four weeks when the season ends, and it could because, like I said, the Orioles are are they're, they're hanging on by a thread. I think if they would have lost that game last night. Um, they would be in big trouble because it would have been five and a half out of a wild card spot. Now you're three and a half out and you still got a chance. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, if you're begging for box to win ball games, which the Orioles, they probably weren't because it was the first guy who got on base all game long, like you said. Um, for Nelson to make that call, he was being a cop and not an official. And that's not what you want to do when you're out, out in the ball field. Well, and it continued last night when he was behind the plate too. His calls were terrible. Both teams were all over him. And then he threw out Schneider. He warned the benches over some stupid thing and then threw out Schneider like almost immediately. Yeah, I, you know, it, I'm a, oh, fuck. I guess, you know, I don't I guess know. you don't know what Schneider said. He could have called him a cunt or something and then you got to, yeah, him, but like, he said something about his mom or something. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, like it's, uh, they're they're going to get to automated umpires. There's no doubt about that. It kind of makes me sad. I do, I do like the human element of the game. Um, I I get it. There's so much money on the line. There's so much going on. Things are going so fast all the time. The way the game has changed. Um, the game has changed in, in 10 years, let alone in 20 and 30 years. It's just a, a different game. And with the technology we have and everything else, there's no way that it's not going to come around. It, uh, it might be uh, speaking differently in a couple of years or something. If like the uh, if the Richie Garcia call in, in 1996, the, the Jeter home run would have went would have went a different way for for me with with instant instant replay. I might have a different different thought process on on automated uh, strikes and umpires and instant replay and everything else. I personally hate it because I'm a, more of a baseball traditionalist, but I I get why it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um... Yeah, that's more or less uh, all I had about the box. Uh, did you see the the Brian Baker stuff last night? Between, I know you're not a Jay fan. Did you see the altercation between the yes. Orioles and the Jays? Yes. What a knob! Like just, just nobody pitchers beacon at the fucking bench because nothing. he's pissed off that he got cut or whatever. It was like, just shut yeah. the fuck up and go back to the bench. Just go to the go to the bench. Don't don't stir the pot. Don't get don't. Don't get things going. The best way to avoid a situation is avoid the situation. Don't get these guys pissed no, off. You wanted the situation. You, you want it. You want to get guys riled up. But you, you're in a situation where you're 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 in the lead. You're 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 playing for your lives at, at that moment. Don't rile up the other team. Like don't. And then you, they got another game today, and I think they got two more series with Baltimore. Uh, two more three gamers, I believe. I think uh, they might that, have two games left with Baltimore. Actually, like the, like today and tomorrow. I thought it was a five games in four days situation. Oh, because it was a doubleheader. Yeah. Yeah, you could you're probably more right about that situation than I am, but yeah, don't don't poke the bear. Like don't. You, you, especially in games that you need to win and you, and you need to be in the game and if you get in a situation where you get and now that's actually one thing I want to bring up with you was when uh, Bo Bichette came between Gaussman and Nelson. That might have saved that not just that game for for the Jays but the next game as well because if you got to go to your bullpen in a double header the first game of double double header early that could be a heck of a problem and I think that Bichette might have he was a big factor in that little in uh, for the the Jays sweeping that double header yeah that was yeah you're right that made a huge difference that's kind of a similar not a similar situation but that's kind of how the Orioles got messed up too because their projected starter 
for that first game was out. Yeah. Uh, he was sick, and then he also missed the second game. They had to do a bullpen day. Um, yeah, but just imagine Gosman gets kicked out of that game in, like, what I said it was the fourth. It might have been the third or something. I don't know. Was third or fourth inning, yeah. <clears throat> You're using your bullpen for six innings, and then Pat – or whatever the guy's name, White. I think it's Pat White. Rick. Yeah. Uh, only went two last night, and now you in the span of three games, or you've used your bullpen for like sixteen yeah. innings. Like it's, it's tough, and then you got a lot. You got a lot of games in, 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 in a lot of days right coming up here, and there's not many rest days left the rest of the season. So it's going to be interesting that the next the next few weeks. I think the Jays will be okay. Um, the uh, the Yankees, I don't know so much. I actually believe that if something happens, that if the Yankees don't win the division, I don't think they'll be in a wild card spot. I think they'll fall right out. I think they'll they'll fall right out. I I really yeah. I really really believe that. I don't know. If, well, I guess it depends if, if like Seattle gets hot or something. I don't think the Orioles have it in them to finish off the season ahead of the Yankees. But yeah, I don't know. I think the, I think the Yankees have it in them to blow it though. That's the problem. There's pro there's trouble in Pleasant Valley there, man. There's not it's not what you want. It's not good. But anyways. So I heard. So I didn't uh, see him. I saw you. Saw, I heard you t- saw you tweet that Stanton's out now. How long is he out? Stanton is out. I think ten days. I think he's why well, he's on the not the ten days officially put on it. Or... But yeah, when whenever he, something happens, he's a hanger or something. Stanton's out. He that guy just can't stay healthy. Foul ball off his shin. He's got problems with his with his feet and his legs all year long. It just uh, he just can't stay healthy. And I, I don't understand how uh, um, the games change so much where these guys get hurt and they're just like the littlest things and they're gone. Um, too much conditioning, maybe I don't know. Like there's just too. It's, it's odd. It's odd that the Yankees they run into some some. Uh, Injury problems throughout. Every team gets them though, but it just seems like the the their big guns that when they go down. Rizzo's out now. He's on the ten day because he got some. He uh, got sick and he got some injection. Now he's getting migraines and can't get out of bed and everything else. So Rizzo's out and the Yankees are pitching staff and Chapman with his stupid. Well, I'm glad. I'm actually glad glad that Chapman uh, went and got that tattoo and got a leg infection because he's been terrible for for a while now. So I'm kind of happy that he's gone and uh, you. you he probably won't be wearing pinstripes or maybe actually his career might be over when it comes down to it. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody else taking on that baggage for the production he's been given up. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, he was, I think 14 million this year. Um, he's not going to, he's not going to pitch for 500,000, you know, and, and the thing is with him, uh, everybody throws a hundred now. And mm-hmm. uh, so what, what, what's, what's he actually bring to your team and an aging guy with a, with a, with like you said, a lot of baggage underneath him. So, right. All right. Well, thanks for coming by to talk to me today, Brent. It's, Not uh, a problem, man. Anytime. Have a good perspective on baseball. So, do, I do my best. Sometimes a lot of bullshit, but I, I seem to, to worm my way through just like I do in the field. Uh, just it kind of works for me. So, anyways, no, it's good. Good to be on. I hope to hear you guys again. It's been a while since you guys put a show out. Uh, it's been we had one last Tuesday, I think. But oh, yeah, so we wow. missed. Uh, yeah, my work schedule and John going back to school and baseball yeah. finishing up is. Uh, put a wrench into some stuff but yeah yeah it's uh, life gets in the way there's no doubt about that so just uh, guys keep, keep keep plugging along we'll do this again soon someday right thanks okay okay man talk to you